So the, the more you can story tell and share as opposed to tell, um, it's, or dictate, it would be more impactful for people. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, have you connected with me on Clubhouse yet? I'm really looking forward to meeting and talking to you. Check it out at Chris Ward Clubhouse. Let's connect. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. And I am your super lucky host today, Chris Ward. We have Sharon Letcher in the house. And boy, oh boy, if you think you don't know who Sharon is, you do, you just don't know that you know. So let me just give you a little synopsis of what she's accomplished in her phenomenal career. Sharon Letcher is internationally recognized as a financial literacy expert, keynote speaker, and business mentor. She is a New York Times bestselling author, successful entrepreneur, and philanthropist, and has enjoyed a 35-year career as a licensed CPA. She is, has advised two U.S. presidents on the topics of financial literacy. literacy. Sharon co-authored the international bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and 14 other books in the Rich Dad series. In 2008, when the economy crashed, she was asked by the Napoleon Hill Foundation to re-energize the teachings of Napoleon Hill. Her best-selling books with the foundation included Three Feet from Gold, Outwitting the Devil, Think and Grow Rich, Rich from, for Women, Success and Something Greater. And she is featured in the Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy and the National television series, World Greatest Motivator. Sharon is currently launching her newest title, Exit Rich, to support entrepreneurs in building value and scalability, scalability in their business so they can be in the position of their greatest potential. Sharon, we're thrilled to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Chris. Delighted to be with you. And I think it's great that you're doing this to support entrepreneurs. Oh my heavens, boy, oh boy. Listen, I cannot think of a book you've written that I have not read. And more than that has had a huge impact on how I see business and life. Um, as I mentioned to you earlier, until I wrote my own book, whenever I got a new client as a gift to them, I gave them three feet from gold. I just, I mean, everything about it is awesome. Um, but I remember, you know, being in my twenties and tripping across rich dad, poor dad. And boy, was it an awakening for me just on, that whole false sense of thinking that when you had a house, it was asset and all this other stuff. So I digress. It's not all about me at all. I just wanted to let you know <laughs> you had a fan. So what I would ask is not only are you a fountain of wisdom and just stellar at everything you do, but your journey is fascinating to have, you know, coordinated this much success with such profound impact on the world. So would you mind telling us entrepreneurs how sort of that came about or what lessons you learned that you could share with us? 
Well, certainly, Chris, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I literally grew up in a very entrepreneurial home. Didn't realize that at the time that I, that was a unique upbringing for me. We lived in a small house between my mom's beauty shop. My dad's used car lot and we owned rental properties that I had to go scrub out bathrooms between tenants at the age of 10. I swore I would never be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be that sophisticated professional. So I went, I was the first generation to go to college, got my degree in accounting, was one of the very first women in public accounting and um, loving the life of a single woman in the city of Atlanta. And about the ripe old age of 25, I realized, you know, I'm working really long hours for someone else. And all of a sudden, my parents started looking a lot smarter. And that's really when I made the decision to leave public accounting and start my entrepreneurial career. And I did lots of different things. I started a woman's magazine and sold that. And then I, I started the first talking children's book industry with the inventor of the talking book and helped grow that in a time when the mid eighties, when um, kids didn't have technology. And so we mm -hmm. said, how can we get parents to trust us? So I learned a lot about publishing, about um, technology and about the power of association licensing. So we partnered with Disney, Warner Brothers, Sesame Street, mm -hmm. Marvel Comics. And that's what allowed us to take that business and, and grow it exponentially around the world very quickly because of that power of association. So then the next time I, I built a business, I said, next time I'm going to actually be the brand other people want to align with. And that was, we sold that company in 1991. We moved to Arizona and my oldest son ended up going to college and getting into credit card debt. We didn't even know he had a credit card, but that was December of 92 when I dedicated the rest of my career to financial literacy. You fast forward a few years, I met Robert Kiyosaki. He had an idea for a board game. Um, in fact, I just did another interview yesterday. The board game kind of looked like this. This is what he <laughs> wanted to do. So I went to the first beta test and I was the only one that got out of the rat race. And during that process, he asked me to be his partner because he told me he wanted to charge $200 for the game. And that's pretty pricey back in 96. Mm -hmm. And so um, I suggested he write a brochure and that's when he asked me to be his partner. And together we wrote the brochure to sell the board game. And that brochure was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We never expected this to take on a life of its own. And um, it became, um, people wanted more. So we said, okay, we'll do a trilogy. So we did Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Cashflow Quadrant, Rich Dad's Guide to Investing, thinking we're done there, but oh no. Over our 10 year relationship, we wrote 10 books in that series. And again, always, um, and I also launched a second series called Rich Dad Advisors. And we were able to grow that brand very quickly around the world through the power of association and the licensing strategies. And along yeah, can I, because your story is phenomenal. So I'm always afraid to interrupt you, but can I unpack a few things of what you said? Sure. So, so you talk about these associations and of course, when you have an outstanding career like yours, it, you just gloss over these things, which I know they, for nobody, they can be as easy as you're making them sound because you've had so many accomplishments. So you're stringing them together, but this power of association, when you sort of initially with your children's book and you associate it with Disney, which sounds like a great idea, but I'm sure it wasn't an easy idea. So is that networking and elbowing your way in? What would you sort of give us some, some insight onto that part? Well, sure. I mean, it's, it's got to be a win, win, win. And, um, you know, this is the, the books I'm talking about. All right. And so we had to make sure the quality was a, the quality that they would demand, whether it be Disney or Warner Brothers. And we had to show them that it would expand and, and add value to their 
product base and added a value to their fans. And so it was not an easy thing to do. We had to, because mm-hmm. back then we had a little sound chip that we had to get the highest quality we could. And it was certainly nothing like today's because back then it was just beginning. And so you had to get the sound right. And it was, um, it was an uphill battle, but it was one worth it because we knew that once we accomplished that, we would have validation of the highest kind. And so it's really important for us to, when you're looking for that next association is to earn that right and mm. show how you can add value to them as well. So earning the right, showing you can add value. And then is it just pure networking? Like one net, one contact led you to the next without be your approach? Well, you want to be where they are and you want to make okay. the, the approaches that show how you can bring value to them in, a, in an area that they have not established value yet. Mm. And they saw the opportunity of bringing books to life at that time. One of the reasons I was excited about being in the company was my kids didn't like to read. And so this was like, okay, let's bring some excitement back into reading and enjoyment. And, um, you know, the folks at Disney and Warner Brothers saw that same opportunity. We also patented the soundboard. So that gave us a proprietary competitive advantage to someone else. So any way you turn the cube, you came up smart. (laughs) Okay. And then you said, look, that's great. But what would be even better would be if I was the brand. The Rich Dad Poor Dad book was, he had written a bunch of collections of stories. And so I'm the one that actually pulled it all together, synthesizing, created Rich Dad Poor Dad. And again, it was to talk about a philosophy of buying, building, and creating assets. And when we wanted to publish it, the publishing houses we talked to said financial books are green, black, or red. And we go, that's why we want it to be purple. We wanted to stand out. And you go to the bookstores today, the few that are left, and you go into business section, you see a lot of purple because of the success of Rich Dad. And so you mm-hmm. want to take the path less traveled. You want to step up and stand apart. That gives you your competitive advantage. Excellent. And I know, so you talk about formatting the book. I think the story I'd heard is the many variations of his name um, and the simplicity and the power of the one he finally chose. But then you're saying your, your contribution was how that was pulled together. Is that correct? Well, no, the rich, no. no sorry, we, sorry, we, the book. My we, did, we did 15 books together. Everybody right. was slightly different, but Rich Ed Portad, of course, was the very first one. And it brought together lots of different lessons that he'd learned from his rich dad, but also right. a lot of value that I had learned from my father. Right. My apologies. So I was tapping into the fact that how that was pulled together to be more like a fable. Cause I know when Greg Reed was talking about, um, uh, three feet from gold, as he tells the story, he's like, he thought he had this great book and he was getting rejected a bunch of times. And then finally he met up with you. And he said, she's sharing that. No, you can't do that. No, don't do this and pull this out and put this in. And this will be more flowing and turning it. And I think to the simplicity, but the beauty of the fable that's told in many of these books so taking really complicated concept, concepts and instead of drilling down the, the grinding of the entrepreneur, it really has a, a breadth and simplicity that makes it so inviting and also so you can read it again and again. Well, it's also for me, you know, we, I try all of my books, I try to bring in the concept of storytelling because when, you, when people just read facts and you're telling them something, it kind of goes into their brain. But when you share a story that people can relate to, it hits their heart. And that's how people Mm. actually can become inspired to take change. So the the more you can story tell and share as opposed to tell, um, it's or dictate, it would be more impactful for people. 
And you know, we know that, and I know I know that, and sometimes you forget you know that, especially when you think your subject is more uh, intense or practical or grown up or financial, right? Like what you said is wise if you're writing a book about subject A, but this is really financial literacy, so we need to make this more important. So again, uh, many lessons in there. So as you were continuing, my apologies, now you go into the Rich Dad Poor Dad series, and as you move on, your next big accomplishment is... <laughs> Well, when I made the decision to leave Rich Dad in 2007, it was the height of our success, but Robert and I were no longer aligned with how we wanted to move forward. And so I, I wasn't quite sure. I thought Rich Dad had been my, was going to be my legacy, but somebody upstairs had more in store for me. And I got the phone call from President Bush asking me to be on the first President's Advisory Council, and I served President Bush and President Obama. And so I share that story because sometimes you have to close one door for other doors to open, maybe not know what they're gonna be, but you have to make space and for the opportunities to come your way. And um, a few months later in March of 2008, I got the call from the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Now I read Think and Grow Rich when I was 19, but mm -hmm. I was so thrilled to get the call because at that time we know what was happening in the economy. They wanted to reinvigorate Napoleon Hill's teachings. And again, I wouldn't have had that call had I still been at Rich Dad. So for everybody watching and listening, you know, is there a door in your life you need to close to make room for new opportunities? Mm -hmm. Those are powerful lessons. So then now, what stop when you've got this wealth of accomplishments what makes you where do you go from here what makes you want to you know do your next book exit you know your uh, I want to make sure I get the title right exit rich because I have read it exit rich what what excites you when you've accomplished so much already where do you go as an entrepreneur well, I'm constantly striving. And right now I'm talking to a couple of well-known people in real estate about doing a real estate book. I'm always looking mm. for the next opportunity to share and to inspire people to take action in their lives. There's a lot of noise out there. And so, you know, I, I bring a, a little validity to what I share as to facts that I've been there, done that. And Exit Rich is probably the least storytelling book I have because I'm mm. partnering with the top female business broker, and she talks about specific tactics. But I come in and, and look at each chapter from a mentor's perspective and talk about the overall strategy. So again, we share a lot of stories, a lot of examples, but we want people that have successful businesses, all of your folks, every one of your people should get exit rich because mm -hmm. it helps you show how to, how to build that foundation of a successful business and then how to take your successful business and make it sustainable, scalable, and saleable. You may not choose to sell it, but you may want that to have, be for, in your family for generations. And so building that stability around your business. And this is from tons of experts, tons of experience, tons of companies that successfully exited and some that did not. And so we share the pathway to build the value in your business so that it can be scalable because too many people own a job, not a business. Mm -hmm. And I want them to understand the strategy and the tools and the steps they can take to truly create that economic engine, that business that works for you. I agree so much. And I call that a little bit of it business maturity because what happens, like kind of think about when you were 17, the person you thought you were going to be, the standards you're going to have and all this stuff. And then you get up there, you know, whatever age, 25, 35, 40, and you go, oh, okay, the rules are different than I thought, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all the lessons you think, ah, if I'd done this sooner. And that's the same thing with business. You know, this idea that 
you can't imagine selling the business. Well, one day you are going to retire or do want to work less. So you want to make sure that you just don't close the doors and like, that's it. Right. So that is just too many, too many businesses um, that want to sell can't because they've not Mm -hmm. put in the foundation and they basically own a job. And so they can't sell the business. And I want that to change. I want to be able to prove to you that you can build that asset that is something that can sell and live beyond you. And it's so important. I mean, the book itself is being released in June, but you can, you know, I've made it available for people with like your groups that you can actually Mm -hmm. get it right now. And you can go to exitrichbook.com forward slash buy and get a copy immediately electronically. And then we'll send you the copy when it's released because it's such important information that that one, just one item in there can create uh, increase in the valuation of your company tenfold. I agree. I've read the book. I agree. It's a fantastic blueprint. Uh, a little bit like, a, I don't even know, another one of your business Bibles, I would call it. You just need to go back and revisit it and be reminded every once in a while because you just get your nose to the grindstone and you forget the bigger picture. And there definitely is a bigger picture. So uh, it is a, a fabulous resource to have I for like sure. That business Bible, you have to send that to me as an endorsement. I like that. Okay, I will, you know, I'll endorse anything you want because I'll be writing books. I, I have one, I have more coming. So if I ever get your name on the cover of an endorsement, like, listen, <laughs> I'm all about sucking up to you. Don't you worry. So yes, it is like a business Bible for sure. Um, What would you share, not just creating your own path and being such a phenomenal entrepreneur and then being connected and associated with such profound impacts that I personally believe on the entrepreneur world. Like, I don't think you can have been in business for any length of time and not read one of your books. Like I just, it's just not possible. So what do you really, you know, we've got another few we've got a little bit of time left another five minutes left what is it you think are are the common mistakes or myths or they're just getting caught up in the wrong thing you know we're here to bow to your wisdom what is it you would love us to know well thank you chris you mentioned three feet from gold and mm. in that book we talk about the personal success equation i want to encourage everybody to download go to personalsuccessequation.com as a free resource and it helps you walk through your passion and your talent and too many of us stop there and think we have to do everything on our own but Mm. then it talks about that power of association my entire career all of my success is because I have the right people around me I have the right mentors I have the right advisors I have the right people on my team and then taking action how many times do we know what we're supposed to do we just don't do it and then plus F for faith, having faith and confidence in yourself and what you're doing that it's needed and necessary and that you will be successful. And invariably when I'm working with people, whether it's one-on-one mentoring, my group mentoring or through my programs, it's that power of association, that self-confidence that both need the most work. And they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. When you have the right people around you, when you have the right mentor, we're just wrapping up our first group mentoring program. We're about to launch a second one. And everyone in that program, their self-confidence, we've seen it rise right, right in front of our eyes because they have the right people around them supporting them. And it goes hand in hand. Entrepreneurship can be very lonely. I want to take that loneliness out of it and put the stability and the foundation and the ability to create your successful business into a sustainable, scalable model. 
Yeah, you were preaching to the choir with my book, Win the Hour, Win the Day. It's all about creating your win team. And I call it your what is next team so you can get to what is next, what is next, right? And and buying into systems, we call them toolkits, but really about saving yourself stress, time, energy, and money. Because there are too many people, you know, thinking, oh, okay, I'm, I'm almost caught up once I get past this thing. And it's year five and year seven. And, you know, you're, you're what I call a sufferpreneur. Like you're just suffering, right? <laughs> so, I mean, fabulous, fabulous advice. Well, Sharon, we just do not want to, we don't want to overextend any of your time. We're so thrilled that you dropped by to see us. It really, truly has been something I was just, I couldn't believe you said yes. I was so excited. You just had such a profound impact on my financial literacy and how I see business and, you know, even young people in my life. I just gave my uh, my nephew, when he turned 10, I gave him Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm like, okay, next you're going to get this book. And it's just, uh, it, it just, I hope, and I'm sure you do know, but the profound impact you've had on so many people. So it's been well, an absolute treat to have you here. Well, thank you, Chris. I would recommend you get your, your nephew Thrive Time for Teens over my shoulder. Okay, I'm on it. Listen. Just young people, that uh, the choices they make on how they spend their time and their money will determine whether they're successful or not. And it's got a lot of humor in it. So the kids love it. Thrive Time for Teens is available through my website, SharonLector.com and Amazon. So I recommend that for you. But I would, yeah, I, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to your tribe, your group. And I really, and the reason why I'm talking to you is because I want to be able to provide you the tools through Exit Rich to really take your business to the next level. So please visit exitrichbook.com forward slash buy and get your copy today so that you'll be able to start building that value. Well, I tell you, it'll definitely be in the show notes, but the best advice I can give you guys, if Sharon says, do it, do it. <laughs> So don't mess around, do not wait, get it done. And they're all really super easy reads and very digestible. And I'm telling you, I've read all those books more than once because it's just that easy of a read. And there's just, I'm certain even before you had like the iPad, I would go back and read my hard copies. And I'm like, how are they adding new pages to this? Because this wasn't here the last time. I mean, obviously you come from it from a different perspective. So uh, just full of, of fabulous nuggets. So again, Sharon, thank you so much for your work. We really appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity and look forward to next time. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from chris.com that's free gift g-i-f-t from chris k-r-i-s dot com we are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it